Yo, yo. Welcome back, Jason. What's going on, guys? What's going on, everybody? <laughs> you're a little quiet. You were you were fine before the oh, party started. It's me. I'm no, now, now you're fine. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was, Welcome, I was focused uh, on pouring a beer. No, what what uh, what do you got? A uh, hams. Okay. What better beer to, to drink to come back after <laughs> after a long summer's nap? I'm sure you got a lot of time to homebrew in while you were moving. Oh shit, yeah. yeah. So much time. <laughs> it's just been, it's just been uh Hanging back on a on a on a what two and a half month vacation? Yeah, yeah, that's great. No. <laughs> well, nope. uh, welcome to episode eighty four. <laughs> uh, mostly just kind of a catch up episode tonight. We do have people scheduled and show scheduled and actual topics and stuff coming up uh, in the future here, but we do, we do. Wow. We have uh, we have a BJCP show we're going to put on. We still want to try to get all the pucks. We oh. have. Uh, I know there was at least two other things. There's there's some there's some stuff in our group chat that I uh, I was really excited about one night when I had like a few too many to drink probably, and I don't actually remember <clears throat> what those ideas were, uh, but they got to be good. So I got I I just have to go back and, and read our group chat. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Man. <laughs> no, it's good to be back. It's good. I'm I'm in my new digs. Nothing's unpacked yet. Uh, that took a long time um to trying to get a house ready to sell and move and downsize and purge everything in your life it, it just took a little time so thanks for putting up with uh holding on the fort while i've been gone i hope uh i hope we did you proud we uh <laughs> the, the shows were a little bit more sparse um without you just because we had uh you know other stuff going on during the summer lots of festivals and uh homebrew competitions and honestly just needed some, some rest a little bit there too so oh, yeah. yeah speaking of homebrew competitions i mean i, I think i think you took some kind of pure <laughs> random uh no name metal recently uh what are you talking about me going to to take a metal in sicilianos is that <laughs> we're just looking looking into the future here a little bit I don't know, Mazer Cup or something. <laughs> I did. I know, maybe the the biggest um, mead competition in, in the world. Is it? I, I need to look to see if that if it actually is. Um, yeah. I, gold medal, nonetheless, right? I took a gold. I took a gold medal in a sweet traditional. And I think there were twenty eight or twenty nine entries, and uh, a bronze in uh, sweet fruit and spice with. Uh, close to the same number of entries. So just a, so. a quick Google of what is the world's largest meat competition in Mazer Cup. <laughs> okay, sweet. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was pretty wild. I was I was telling Shannon before the show uh, or before the uh, the awards that um, I, I I would be ecstatic to you know take anything, but um, I was definitely looking forward to the score sheets from Mazer. This is my first year ever entering Mazer. Um, my second year competing in mead overall. Uh, and so that just, that was, that was pretty blown away. We, it, it's funny if you go back and watch the award ceremony, um, traditionals were split into dry, uh, semi-sweet and sweet this year. And, uh, uh, there was sort of like a screw up between transitioning to semi-sweet and sweet where, uh, they said my name, but like my, my name wasn't up on the, on the screen yet. 
and I'm like, I think I just heard my name. Sheena's like, no, you did not. I'm like, I think I did. <laughs> and 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 they were going uh, for some, for some reason they were reading the uh, the awards off like uh, they're presenting all three uh, places for a second, third on the screen at once, and then reading them from first to third instead of you know like revealing them bronze, silver, gold like a lot right. of places do. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty funny. No, that's yeah. super cool. You've had a hell of a year this year. Do you have a medal count for the year yet? I was thinking about that the other day. I don't have one yet, no. Um, but there's still a ton of competitions coming up that um, hopefully you and other people are in. Uh, Siciliano's is coming up. Um, I talked to a few people about the Happy Halloween competition that's mm -hmm. happening, I think somewhere over on the east side of the country. I can't remember the exact uh, state. Um, they have really cool medals. Um they are like a like plastic Halloween like ghosts and uh, bats and pumpkins and stuff like as the you know necklace part of the of the metal. Yeah. Um, so I mean that's that's pretty fun. Uh, Michigan Mead Cup is coming up. Uh, the Bell's Homebrew Competition is coming up, uh, which we should probably talk about uh, on the show because we we honestly didn't think it was going to happen this year, uh, so it was kind of a surprise to us. Yeah, totally uh, different change of format, right? Yeah. There, yeah. Um, I got to talk to Ian a few months ago about it um, when it was all very still much in the formation and uh, so I didn't really say anything. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I kind of like it. I know there were a lot of people that I'd heard in the past that it specifically said they didn't really want to enter it because, you know, they had to use somebody else's wart. Mm -hmm. um, I always thought that was kind of silly, but uh, I get some people that don't, you know, like to, to kind of play with that level of unknown. So now, uh, in case people have missed it, you get to um, show up for the um, the expo where you would normally have picked up your wart, except now you're going to get a free allocation of malt. And, and do you know how that uh, works yet? I don't know the exact details. Okay. Um, I just know that they're providing some form of malt. Um, really digging back into my memory banks, um, yeah, I, I think there was going to be some other, you know, allowance or coupon probably for, uh, either, you know, Bell's yeast or, uh, some other stuff in the homebrew store. So, mm -hmm. um, and then the, the deal was, or the plan was, is that you would then take it away, make your beer, whatever beer you wanted to make with, you know, that malt. And of course you could add extra to it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then turn that in and the uh, award ceremony is going to coincide with Kalamazoo Beer Week 2023. Okay. Like stay. Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had to kick him out like five times now. <laughs> so, which I thought was cool, you know, tying it to Kalamazoo Beer Week. Uh, and it does shift it a little bit later in the year. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I know in the past we were always kind of scrambling to pick up wart and it seemed like the middle of the busiest time of year for everybody. Um, when exactly, let me look at it. When is the, uh, the pickup? Yeah. When is the malt pickup? Um, I want to say it's in November. So I thought, too. yeah, we go to keepers. I know Tim shared it. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Mr. Matt Oshman. How's it going, buddy? Um, yeah. So and you don't have to use their malt this year either. Um, if you don't want to get any allocation of malt at all, you want to use your, you know, fancy ass, uh, you know, 
premium homegrown whatever malt from some small farm in California or something. I mean, by all means, go for it. Um, I do think that it'll it'll make it a little bit maybe uh, harder to reproduce if you do end up winning and and they try to make your beer. But, you know, it's whatever. Um, (laughs) You know, I I, I would say if any any brewery could um, kind of pivot to to make your unique, you know, one-off, award-winning beer it would be bells i mean sure. i'm sure that they, they're, they're going to be able to pull that off um so yeah just just looking at the details so far is you actually do have to register via etix there's a link on bells um facebook page is it up um, yet it, it's not open yet so you have to okay. register to e, uh, via etix on october 1st um there's a link to the etix site uh or that will take you right now to a bells holding page and then um or you can just show up in person and chat with one of their general store staff members who's going to help you get registered online. So they're doing that by, uh, starting on October 1st. Um, and then uh, November 5th on National uh, Learn to Homebrew Day is going to be your, the, the free grain pickup. Um, and I believe that's also when they're going to be tapping the two previous years. Bill's got made. Yep. Yep. Uh, Bill Blakesley, uh, fellow keeper craft and uh, show alum. Um, his beer, uh, that was the coffee blonde, right? Imperial coffee blonde. Yeah. Imperial. And then I, I, I can't remember the other one. Um, the winner from this year. Um, and then, yeah, after, uh, at, between November 6th and December 23rd, you have, you can drop off your beer at Bell's, uh, judging is going to be taking place shortly after that. And the winner will be announced, uh, with the, uh, Kalamazoo beer week festivities. So it's pretty cool. Um, things to know that if you're going to compete, you probably don't want to use bells. Um, will not use, I think like, like, uh, artificial ingredients in their beers or like maybe, maybe it's just like GMO things. Like they, they won't use genetically modified yeasts. So if that's like a key like ingredient in your beer, uh, at least as of last year, yeah. uh, they didn't want to do that. Um, and uh, probably things that have like uh, that are like strong allergens or something too. But yeah, let's try to get at least uh, maybe we can get Ian to drop by and and uh, give us a rundown of this in, in a couple of weeks when we get yeah yeah probably a lot of speculation on our part right now. <laughs> yeah yeah we'll uh, we'll ping him. I will ask him. I was just texting um, texting with him yesterday. Uh, so one more competition that I want to call out, although it may not be applicable to all of our viewers, but um, probably the biggest competition in Kalamazoo anyway, uh, Keeper's Cup. Okay. So you have to be a paid member in good standing with, with the Keepers of Craft. So if you're in our area or not, and you know, just want to chuck us 15 bucks, then you're more than welcome to enter the Keeper's Cup competition. It's free to enter. It's brew your best beer, one entry per member. And um, I'm actually talking to Ian and looking at, at some of the guys from, um, you know, the, the Bells, uh, New Holland family. Um, cool. And, uh, and, you know, talking to them about doing the judging for us this year. So uh, I'm going to be gathering up that beer mid-November, right? What's our meeting date? November 13th. Yep, that sounds right. And we'll be judging that beer and announcing a uh, winner on December 11th. So, cool. yeah. 
I uh, I'm going to try very hard not to not to be last again this year. So we'll see. But but I mean, I'm, I'm very proud of my keepers <laughs> for kicking ass. Yeah, I think you were second to last last year. We were, we were both at the bottom. I don't yeah. even. I don't have anything to enter. I don't think I'm going to have time to brew. Um, you know, so you know, I, I don't think I said it before. I know you explained a lot why I was gone. I moved. I, we downsized. We greatly purged and sold off most of our stuff um, as we kind of spend a year or two in this uh, new home while we while we build our our dream home, which right now my dream home will include a brewery of its own. But anyway, that's that's future plans. But right now all my shit in storage and uh, I got no room to brew. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I, I have this passion, like, uh, you know, especially watching you and all of your, your accomplishments this year and the amazing, you know, composite you're entering and all the medals you're winning. I just like, I really want to get back into it. And I had an amazing time at Homebrew Fest and it was great to get some hardware around my neck and uh, from, from Beer Cup. And uh, I'm jonesing for it, but man, I just don't, I, I don't think I'm going to be in the Keeper's Cup or the Bell's Homebrew competition this year i think i'm gonna have to take a year off and come back hard next year that's fair yeah i um that, that was kind of uh 2021 for me i don't think i did a whole lot in 2021 maybe not definitely not as hard as i did this year so um maybe maybe get some mead going you know it doesn't take a whole lot to get some mead going um that will be ready you know three months you know plus depending so I actually need your I need your mead doctor help on that. I got a I got that five gallon, eight year old monstrosity and uh, still in, in carboy. I need to bring that to you. We'll 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 doctor it up. We'll blend it right. I think that's what we. I, I don't do. know. Blend it, it out or blend something. It, pack, sweeten it. Dump it in a ditch. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's on my. Uh, the story behind that one is I made it almost eight years ago. Uh, the first iteration of it, I made a super, super sweet mead um, that uh, I, I just killed all those poor yeast in there. Like it hit like 15% alcohol and they died and there's still, you know, a ton of sugar left. And then so I, I re-brewed a, a really dry mead and blended them together um, and still wound up with something that was really sweet, but I just let it sit because I didn't know what to do with it. And then Five years later, I threw cherries in it just to see what the hell would happen. And here we are. It's eight years old. I <laughs> pulled, a sample of it, pulled a sample the other day and uh, forget exactly what I used, the words I used to describe it, but it is 1.000. Like it is completely dried out. Um, it's rough estimates, probably 18% alcohol, I would guess. I don't know. Um, and I got like really cool you know, leather, almost wood aged um, characteristics off of it, but a little bit of rocket fuel because it's so, <laughs> so I really don't know if it's salvageable or, or not. You got to try it. I feel like that, that peach that I have downstairs kind of has a little bit of that too. Like uh, I did every, I, I thought I did everything right with all my nutrients and stuff like that. And maybe, maybe peach just ferments a little weird like that, but um we did find that blending it out or even, uh, you know, doing a, a half and half with water or something just 
it, it's amazing. So I, I feel like they're back. It really needs some back sweetening. We can, I'm sure we can find some. Uh, I wanted to share my screen too, real quick. Um, these, let me, let me see if I can actually undo this. I don't want to, I don't want to do this one. Um, have you, have you seen what the, the, uh, the Mazer cup awards look like? I don't know if you've seen those before. I've, I've only seen the medal itself. Um, or the, the picture I think you linked of the medal, but there's something else, right? There's, there's, there a mug or a cup or a. Yeah. So Mazer is like a, a type of cup. That's like what the, the word actually is. So these are, are this year's, um, awards. So for a second and third, uh, each get one of these for their category. So really cool display piece. Like I, I really love competitions that have unique awards. You get a medal too, I believe, but like these are, these are cool, you know, like, <laughs> um, Dominion cup, I think did, uh, they did these like goblets this year, uh, which are, uh, you know, handmade and stuff too. And they're really nice. There's some competition. I got to find the name of it. I don't remember off the top of my head, but their, their best of show award this year was like a sword. <laughs> you know like how, how sweet is that like, that's awesome yeah you know <laughs> yeah if you go if you if you if you go on like google maser cup they, they have the medals with that cup on the metal and, and that's what i'd seen before it's very um glint cappy you know kind mm -hmm. of which is nice you know it's it's big it's simple it's fucking gold <laughs> you know yeah um, but that's awesome you get that cup with it so um I didn't get a chance to listen to every episode while I was gone, but did you talk anything? Uh, did you guys talk about our new role with the Michigan Beer Cup? I don't know if we really went over it at all. Um, so let's do that. I, I for sure believe I mentioned it, but I didn't really uh, go into any detail with it. But uh, yeah, so it's, it's just a tie-in. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so, so Brian and I are stepping into – uh, to assist in, in taking on kind of the, the, the lead roles of the Michigan Beer Cup, helping uh, from Nikki and Dan, who have, Dan's been running, I think, for 11 or 12 years, and then Nikki for the last several. Um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, they've done a great job, but it's, they're, I think, getting a little burned out or tired of, of carrying this weight and this load. And so um, they wanted a break, and Brian and I are stepping up, and um, we helped manage uh this year's competition right at the end um kind of doing uh i think we stepped in more at the judging session and then the awards um but i was going to say you know it's it's one of the things i want to do is um i think we lost brian but i'm going to keep going but anyway one of the things i'd like to do is try to 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 look at doing some cool stuff like that like you know is it is it something we can modify the the medals i know people that enter competitions like to enter for the, the cool ass medals and uh and you know whether it's the additional trophies or whatever um you okay yeah my computer yeah. like glitched for a sec i, I just kept blame dimitri he's, he's he's back in here for like the fifth time tonight i can't i can't <laughs> kick him out of my on my office so he's he's hanging out but um but yeah i'd like to you know like to see if we can make the awards or or even um maybe the gold awards or first place awards something special you know 
State Fair did Steins for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and this year they did a medal and a ribbon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got things like Mazer Cup doing that. You've got uh, Valkyrie's Horn. Don't they do a? Didn't they do a horn for Best in Show? Maybe, or maybe it was like a tap handle, like that. And there was, a, but there was another. Oh, the Dominion's Cup. You mentioned that. Yeah, they did a, yeah, they did a goblet for uh, first place winners. So yeah. I'd like to see what we can do, just to try to drum up some interest there. Um, you know, the medals are cool. I love Michigan Beer Cup medals, um, but I, I think um, they've kind of shrunk over the years, and maybe we can kind of get them back up into some shiny gold goodness. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, so his name's Dimitri because he's a vampire cat. He bites. That's that's all he wants to do in life. Uh, so I had to kick him out of here because he just bit my arm. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I would love to find something cool to do uh, as like a, as special prizes, even if it's just like you know gold or something. Oh, Danny! You know? Danny came in. It was. Pirate bobbleheads at Port City Plunder and swords for best of show. Thank you, thank you. That's awesome. I didn't even know they did the bubble, uh, the bobbleheads. That's awesome. I couldn't imagine um, awarding a best of show sword at beer camp for beer cup. So we probably won't go there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, there's a safety factor we got to play in. Um, but yeah, super super pumped about what we can do with the awards there. And uh, I think it was last year even. Bell's homebrew comp was that was the first year they did medals and they did big obnoxious, I should say. Glory. Those were great. Yeah, yeah, I forgot they started doing those. Yeah. I want to win one now. I've never, I've never even gotten an honorable mention in the Bell's homebrew competition. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it my all this year. We'll see. Nice with blueberries. No, no blueberries. Although I think, uh, I think Nate in our club. Uh, said he might he might go the blueberry route this year just because larry's not there anymore just to kind of push some buttons or boundaries i don't really know but <laughs> and for those not aware uh larry has never made a beer with blueberries because he hates blueberries apparently that's 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 the lore as i understand it so when you enter a blueberry beer into the, the homebrew competition it just gets booted now we'd, we'd heard that unofficially that unofficially if, unofficially if the beer entered with, at the homebrew was blueberry it was disqualified or because <laughs> they wouldn't want to brew it right uh, i think we i think we gave that no uh that was given as advice on our show last year actually uh right. ian, ian did actually say it on the show so <laughs> we'll yeah, see yeah. this year so I, I swapped over to cold ipa you're not drinking that amazing fest beer i that was my first beer was and i'm not gonna drink any more of it at all i can't it it needs to i need to hang on to it for another month for for a party so it's just gonna lager for a month and it's gonna be really hard to drink i'm probably gonna like take it off tap just so i i'm not tempted to drink it or anything i don't know i don't know what to do part of me wants to just brew another batch so i have that one to drink um but I really like this batch and I'd rather serve it than drink it. So, yeah. Well, so I, I, there was, um, there's been a couple of posts recently that made me think about this. And, um, actually I think it was, uh, it was Craig. Was it Craig Matney? Um, 
yesterday posted, you know, him brewing. And I think you guys talked about doing like a, a, a brew share. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I'll, I'll put out the shameless plea. You know, I, I just moved. I have no access to my home brew and my beer fridge is empty. So if anybody uh, with some amazing award-winning homebrew wants to share it, we'd love to do a homebrew review and God damn it. I need beer. So Perfect. Uh, <laughs> help a brother out and uh, send me and Brian and Jordan some beer or a message and we'll come get it or figure that out. And then we can do some uh, homebrew review shows. I'd love to do some with, especially coming out of the competition cycle. If anybody's got anything out there that's won recently, that would be awesome. Speaking of that a little bit, and, and I'll have to, ask my secret Santa when this happens, but the, uh, the master homebrewers program is doing a, uh, a, yeah, they're doing a secret Santa like beer swap this year. Uh, so you put your name in, uh, what you can provide, uh, like if you can provide beers or ciders or meads and, uh, you'll be matched up with somebody that wants, you know, beers or ciders or meads. Um, you can say like, if there's styles you're looking for in particular or styles you don't want, um, and you'll, you'll get matched up with someone and maybe depending on who I get matched up with, you know, I'll, I'll ask them if uh, they'd be okay with uh, us talking about beer on the show and maybe we can uh, take that beer and get together and, and just kind of have a, have a show or something or it can be part of like a homebrew review show or, yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, I'm brainstorming right now, but <clears throat> I'm actually debating signing up for that. Um, blind Santa thing too. I'm Secret I'm blind. Yeah. What, I don't, what is it called? What did he call it? He just posted about it yesterday. Uh, so it was secret Santa for homebrew. Um, and speaking of Matt Harold said he would be on the show at some point in time. So maybe we reach out to him too. Yeah. But no, I was, I was looking at that when Matt posted it a couple of days ago, I think. And I was debating, I'm like, man, do I, do I have enough like cool shit? Um, left that I could do it. And I don't know. And then I thought maybe I'd just go to Brian's house and steal some bottles. <laughs> sure. Yeah. They're calling it, they're calling it secret Santa. Yeah. So as of uh, right now, there are uh, 11 people signed up. So that's pretty good. I mean, there's a ton more people than that in, in the, in the program. And I'd imagine as it gets closer to the, the day more people will sign up and stuff too but yeah i, I yeah. want to i really do but it's the same thing i, I want to do everything with beer right now i just don't know if i can pull it off in the next few weeks um doesn't doesn't uh doesn't brandon have a extra electric <laughs> brew system or something right he, he has he like he has like three different brew in a bag systems did he uh, offer it to you yeah he did he oh, offered did he? that's funny I think he was like, yo, you want to borrow my anvil? <laughs> or I, I think it was his anvil. It might have been a spike. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and I, I I I love him for it. It's, it's it's room, man. It's yeah. I need a few weeks to get my shit cleaned up, sorted out. Yeah, no, I I'm, I know everything's still in totes. I'm surprised your computer's <laughs> unpacked. I guess you probably need it for work, but yes. <clears throat> I don't even have my aquarium moved yet. Um, I, uh, you know, so we're living in this house and my old house is sitting there empty with my uh, saltwater aquarium 
in there by themselves. So we have to go there once a day to feed the fish. Jeez. That's the last thing that'll move. But then, yeah, unpacking totes and clearing shit out, and then I can try to dig my brew system out of the garage. What's the first thing that you're going to make? Once you got it, yeah, I don't know. I, I really want to, like we talked about, you know, kind of, or we've talked around it the last couple of days. I really want to address some some categories I haven't brewed before. Um, but last January, my, my first beer of 2022, I sent you a message and said, what in the hell should I brew that I've never <laughs> brewed before? And you told me very quickly, like, I don't know, you must have been thinking about it. You, like, fired back Czech Dark Lager. I had just brewed a Czech Amber at the time, and I had never brewed a Czech Dark, and I'm like, oh, I should brew a Czech Dark next. And yeah, so that's, and I, that's why I said, well, you do it instead. <laughs> and I did. Uh, and I wasn't I wasn't sure if, like, we talked about, like, is it a Schwartz beer? Like, what did I actually make? Was it a Czech Dark? Was it a Schwartz? Was it something else? Um, I think it did... I forget. I think it got a silver or something in Sicilianos, which is what it is. Um, it didn't actually medal, or that was as a Schwartz beer. And then it didn't actually medal at Michigan State Fair, but it did get a gold at Michigan Beer Cup. Right. Um, and, I, and I got decent feedback off of it from both of them. You know, it, it, it's it, oddly enough, it scored. I think pretty close to each other in both competitions. It just, you know, in one competition, I had more competition, I guess. Um, but I, I think I had enough feedback to, to tweak it a little bit. And so I, and I really like drinking it. Um, and I really want to kind of continue on with the lagers. So it, it might be that kind of a rebrew tweak of the Czech dark lager. Um, although to be honest with you, the only beer I could pull off right now would be Eagle juice. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, really do it then. Yeah. I might, I might <laughs> do that. Speaking of Eagle Juice, and and maybe maybe this will transition to like a, a yeast topic or something. But um, I I used Diamond Lalbrew Diamond Lager yeast on my last batch, and I swear that's been like my my favorite batch so far. And so I went and bought more packs, and I used that for my Fest beer and my uh, Mertzen this year. And the Fest beer, like, I just think is so good. Like, I'm so incredibly happy with how it turned out. I've only tried the Meritzen out of the sample port, but I think it's killer, too. Um, I don't know. Like, this is becoming maybe my new go-to lager yeast. Uh, but I haven't, even, I haven't even used liquid yeast in, like, three or four months now, you know? A dry yeast has come so far, even the last, like, couple of years. Um, I I mean, well, I feel like one of the last shows that I was on, I was like, I went on a ramble about Verdin. So, yeah, yeah, I've been using Verdin in almost everything. I was going to say you could probably use it in almost everything. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, um, and same like with the, the loggers, you know, using thirty four seventy, using Verdin, Philly Sour. I think I'm. I'd have to go back and look, but I I, I might have only brewed dry yeast this year that wouldn't surprise me yeah my my only complaint my only thing that i'm looking for that i still can't find really um i, I still like uh Saisenstein from omega that, it's just a really good saison blend not that i make saisons a lot but 
Um, I'm I'm having a hard time wanting to move away from that. Excuse me, and uh, a dry Scottish yeast. So I, I really like uh, something like an Imperial's Tartan, just because it, it has like a sort of a hard stop right at ten percent. And uh, for my big beers, I don't. I actually don't like them to go above 10. I like to be able to control where the residual sugar, you know, ends where the final gravity is. Um, so like for my Russian Imperial stouts, if I want to end it at 1035, I can come damn close to, uh, to hitting that almost every time. I mean, it's going to vary a little bit based on, you know, available nutrients and stuff and, and oxygen and whatever, but it doesn't go much above like 10 and a half. Hmm. Um, but I haven't been able to find anything dry. And if, <clears> so <throat> if anybody knows of a dry Scottish yeast um, in chat right uh, now, I, know. I, I haven't done a ton of research, but I haven't really found anything. Homebrewers Association, it looks like a lot of people are posting 1728. That's um, a liquid yeast though, right? No, it's, it's dry yeast. Oh, why yeast? Yeah. Do they do dry yeast? That's what this post says. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. WY1728. Last I knew why you still only did liquid. But if they do dry, I mean, that'd be freaking sweet. No, that's a liquid pack. These yeah. people just don't know how to read. <laughs> the fucking header says best dry yeast for Scotch Ale. Yeah, people suck. <laughs> I, uh, that's that's another thing that I need to do. And so, again, I'm going to go back and maybe do a shout out for the, the Master Homebrewers program again. Um, I want to I'll post this on our uh, Facebook page afterwards. But um, this is in fact, let me let me pull it up right now. Um, I'm going to pull up a link. So, Matt, what he does is and so he has this whole spreadsheet just. <laughs> um hopefully he'll be back he's going to talk about his spreadsheet i think that he tracks i'm going to guess you're going to talk about the different beers that you haven't brewed yes i didn't i did yeah. i didn't did open a new tab i just kind of uh browsed away from our stream so <laughs> um yeah so I, I didn't realize how many styles i hadn't brewed really um, you know, and some of these are, are stuff that I have and, and just have never competed with, but, um, let me share this. So you, you, you submit him, uh, your score sheets and, and he sets you up with a, um, spreadsheet basically that lists, um, all of the the, the best score, basically, you've scored in a style based on the spreadsheets that you've submit, uh, submitted to him um, or to the program. And uh, there's requirements um, for certain styles and certain scores and stuff like that to kind of progress through these ranks. Uh, you can read about it all on the website. But um, look at all of these, you know, styles here uh, that I've I've never brewed for a competition. I mean, it's like... It's insane. Like I have probably only brewed maybe like and, and competed with maybe 80% of what's out there. If that, you know, I, I'd have to do a quick uh, 
uh, formula or something to figure it out. But I mean, it's it's insane. And so I think in 2023, I kind of want to step out of my, uh, uh, I don't know, comfort zone a little bit and uh, brew brew some of this other stuff. Because I know, I know I like a ton of these different styles and stuff. It's just beers that I, I haven't brewed because, you know, I got really into like maybe New England IPAs for an entire year. And that was like 80% of what I brewed. Or this year I'm brewing a ton of lagers. Um, you know, I've brewed... Out of my last like eight brew sessions, I've brewed an American light lager four times, you know, like things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I get that. Like, I, I, I think I mentioned to you earlier, like, I'm pretty sure that 80% of my judged beers fall into three categories, um, maybe four. I, I, I got off the IPA train really quick, but, you know, for a long time, I competed like specifically in fruit. Irish stout and European sour ale. Yep. And that was it. Um, and, uh, I, and so I'm, I'm sure my sheet would even look, you know, more sparse than yours. Like I, I, I feel like I've, I've started, you know, this year to, to dip into some of those other categories, but yeah. It's, it's kind of the point where it's like, uh, you know, all right, I, I know I know that I'm good at these things. Like I've I've brewed, you know, a 43 plus in these categories. Like I have a recipe and a way to brew it that can probably turn out a beer that may not hit a 43 plus every time, but it's it's a damn good beer. So time to you know work on work on something new maybe. Um, yeah, I think 2023 is going to be a a good year for that. I one thing I. I thought that I was really good at, honestly, that I think people have really started to kill it at way, way better than me uh, are New England IPAs. I sort of want to get back on that track next year again a little bit, too, even though people are still – I don't feel like people are brewing them quite as much, but um, there's a lot of new crazy yeasts out these days, like the thialized yeast and stuff like that. And I have not been the biggest fan of the beers that I've had that um, have been made with them. But I also don't know if it's because of the breweries, you know, or if it's the yeast. And so I need to do a lot more going <laughs> with that. Um, it's, it's hard, man, because, you know, you want to you wanna make all these beers. And like you said, it requires all this time. But then, you know, at the end of the day, you're also left with all this beer, too. And it's like, you don't want to drink it all, you know. I... I I need to find more people to, to give beer away to probably too. So I know, but then that's expensive because you got to buy bottles and caps and stuff. And, but you know, it, it's worth it, I guess. I don't know. It's worth it to me. I, so, you know, doing the move and the consolidation and, and things that I've done over the last few weeks, I keep hearing something. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I have, you know, call it 20 plus kegs in my garage, half of which are empty. Um, and I, I feel like that, that I could, I haven't even brewed 12 times yet this year. So I've, I've got the keg space to do it. And then, and then you just have to take it to, you know, homebrew fest or, you know, we need to have the keepers party or um, Oktoberfests or, 
weddings. I don't know. Get to know people. <laughs> just yeah. Show. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm looking at my brew schedule from this year. Uh, I don't have the, the Oktoberfest or the Meritzen on here, but this is, uh, this is sort of how my, my year has gone. So I think I've done, uh, 28 brews this year. If you include, uh, some mead too. Yep. So not too bad. But I've been I, trying to I've been trying to do a really good job of visualizing my year so far. This is the most recent competition season right here. You know, it's like uh, or no, that was a that was Michigan Homebrew Festival, like trying to get everything ready for MHF. Like you can you can it's funny seeing it visualized just how like, uh, you know, crammed everything had to be. So between July 9th and July, you know, so August 1st, no, wait. July twelfth and August first, I uh, I brewed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. Yeah, like crazy. I uh, my goal this year, I set the goal at the beginning of the year to brew twelve brews, uh, or to do twelve brews this year. Um, it's September. I I believe I am sitting at ten. Um. And I might just be stuck there. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like I pull it off. Like it's cider season, and I really it is really, really yeah. want to do a cider because I, I. So like we talked about this, you and Jordan and I. I think all three of us have won a silver and a bronze in Glint Cap, right? Ne never gold. Yep. Never gold. So all three of us, you know, we we joke that we all need to kind of go for the gold next year, and then we would all we would have a full set each. And um, so I really want to do something in the cider Perry space this year, but so I, I probably will break down and do that. I, I'm all my shit is empty. Um, you know, I can, I can pull out a speedle, go down to Husted's and although I actually, um, I love Husted's and Husted's, however you say their name, I'm sorry. Um, I don't actually know. Yeah. I was at the store the other night and I haven't tasted it yet, but um, Myers was selling gallons and half gallons of Blake Cider's five apple blend, non-pasteurized, I believe, cider. No way, really. I got a half gallon in the fridge. Huh, that's cool. How much was that? I don't even know, man. It was in the grocery. Right? <laughs> okay, it. all right. So if that's good, I might have to go... Uh, it specifically calls out that it's Blake's uh, select five apple blend cider. Um, that might be fun to do something with. Um, but then I saw like Livingston Social, um, they're doing a pressing and they were, they've got like a, somebody with an orchard over there that does some blending. Um, and I, you know, I contemplated, um, you know, pulling on Kevin's pen's friendship and, and running over there to get some, I don't know. I really want to do a cider. Maybe I'll try to do two just so I can check off my gold box. They supposedly will have Perry, uh, not Perry, uh, pear juice um, this year as well. D David just made a post uh, earlier tonight saying that he found out. They're going to actually have it at the share. Yep. Yep. Probably more limited than their apple, but I guess they're going to have it. So, uh, so that's the um, 
pear juice will also be available. I didn't see that. So that's my two medals at Glencap. Yours too, right? Both of yours are for Perry? Um, no. I thought we did. I, let's see here. I have a silver and a gold. No, I'm sorry. I have a bronze and a silver for Perry. Um, but I also have a bronze for a cider too, I think. Okay. Maybe another silver for a cider? I, I can't really. I can't 100% remember. But... Um, yeah, Perry, Perry is my highest scoring for Glencap, at least. Yeah, my, my, my Perry is the bronze and the silver. Same Perry, just one year apart. Um, part of me wants to go big on, uh, on cider this year and pick up like 15 gallons of cider and do, uh, do a fire cider. <laughs> just like boil that shit down to like five gallons. Um, like just, just literally have it boil like all day long, but man like i don't know i don't know yet i'm still still deciding on if i want to do that or not um, i feel like that's a lot right like it is it totally is so, so jeff carlson um who you're won, a little quiet again i'm sorry i just sneezed. i saw you sneeze yeah <laughs> so jeff carlson won best of show cider for michigan beer cup this year with his fire cider you did and I want to say he his notes on that said that he had only boiled it down until it was um, 10.55, which I don't feel is very much. Like, I feel like apple juice or apple cider on its own is like. It's already usually like 10.40, I think, 10.50. Yeah, I was going to say 10.40. Yeah. So, so my guess would be maybe boil. closer to like 10.15 or something. <laughs> but for you to boil... Uh, down 15 gallons to five i feel like i mean i don't know if the math is linear like that but wouldn't you expect to wind up with you know an eleven twenty? ish sure why not i i some of my some of my sweet meads start off at uh, close to 1.200 so so shana thank you for your question a fire cider is just that <laughs> it, it, you, you take the Ice cider is is concentrating the cider juice through the act of freezing and separating water crystals. Fire cider is the concentration of juice through boiling or mm -hmm. um, evaporation. Um, the, the thought is that you know boiling it um, can and does create uh, melanoidins in the uh, in the cider, and melanoidins are. Um, like what what causes bread crust to be sort of like that color and have that taste or um or like a, the crust on like a steak that that sort of has that like that um rich flavor um it's not meaty it's just a a more of a a rich uh sort of uh bread crust like flavor or something so um getting that in a cider um doesn't necessarily have like, I don't want to say it tastes like bread or anything like that, but it, it gives it a very uh, rich flavor. It's it's what makes like uh, Meritsons have like that that rich, you know, uh, sort of inviting, not quite sweetness sort of thing, too. Um, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was uh, I did get the opportunity to try it at, at Beer Cup this year. And it was quite good. And I'd never heard of the style until um, I sat down with uh 
Gosh, who did I have that with? Sandy, right? I think it was Sandy. Sandy. You were judging yeah. with Sandy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and she told me what it was and explained to me like how it's made and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, I I kind of want to try it now. I, I I almost I don't think I can. I don't I will, I don't want to take this away from other people, uh, but I would almost want to do it with pear juice. But I know pear juice is going to be more limited this year. But can you um, could you imagine like a fire parry or something like that? Like that'd be kind of cool too. Like <laughs> so, Amy, I forget where. It had to have been beer camp. I don't know. Uh, it, it, it might have been one of the traveling people uh, at beer camp. I think, anyway, I think somebody poured her a pear, I'm sorry, an ice perry. And uh, after we got home, I was told that we would be making ice perry. This year. <laughs> like, not an option. Like, it's just, yeah. just going up. And I'm like, that's really difficult on, on its own. Cause, I mean, let alone difficult finding the pear juice, but then to take it and, and apply the ice process to, to concentrate it. Uh, I don't know, but Definitely she was pretty adamant about it. Yeah. I need, I do need, I need to talk to Steve. Um, but when Wait. is the, the shares October 1st? Yes. Or, uh, the, the, the press, oh. I'm sorry. And, and thank you, Nikki. If we have anybody over near the, uh, the East side, um, oh, yeah. KGB has a cider buy-in going now too. So five bucks a, a gallon for, River, you guys are. I was actually cider. just. I was gonna. I was gonna call Nikki out on that. I mean, I mean, if I had, if I had the energy right now, I think it would be cool to go and get like, you know, get some some cider from the KGB buy, get some from the Livingston buy, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. buy, get some Blakes while you're over there. What the hell? And then kind of do your own blend. It might be fun, or or just do a tour of Michigan, uh, fucking cider, run. But yeah, uh, so I'm looking forward to that. So on uh, for the Kalamazoo people, for for KGB and Club, I think it's both, right? KGB and Club. Uh, yeah. Cider Press is going to be October first. That Husteds. The first one. There's usually two, two. So um, even if you think you might have to miss this first one, don't feel bad. There's usually a second one. Pear juice is not usually available at the second one, um, but the cider should be. So. I am. I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm going to figure out a way this year to punch the rest of my dance card with pear and cider. Pear and cider. So do it. Don't think I'm going to be able to pull off an ice parry, but goddamn it, I'll try. We'll see. I I don't know what the concentration is to do that. Um, I don't either. Like I wonder if you'd only end up with, excuse me, like one gallon. Um. And and I don't know. I feel like it takes a lot of uh, babysitting too. It's it's and, a, and, and an exact temperature control. Yeah, yeah. Which I happen to have two empty freezers with temperature controllers. Perfect. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> cider time. So that's that's what we're gonna do. Ciders. I just, we have to get a gold. I have to get a gold and clint cap. So to have a full set. You know me. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's where everybody, everybody that I know really in person is weakest at. Like, I don't feel anybody really knows a whole lot about making cider. Like what, what makes a good cider or how to balance a cider. Um, 
you know, I've talked, I've talked to Jeff Carlson at the Houston Huston uh, cider pickup before. And, you know, I, I asked him, you know, what his secret was. Cause he brought like, you know, a gold medal winning cider was and, and, uh, and he's like, Oh, just, you know, add more cider. <laughs> you know, like, like he temperature controls, you know, um, he does, you know, uh, proper fermentations with uh with nutrients and stuff like that and uh and whatever but um yeah i don't know it's 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 definitely you're you're not going to be taking gold with with like fermented mots um no not not that it doesn't make a really good cider but it's it's missing uh like character it ends up missing life you know yeah uh, we I, I made like a, a really good berry cider that i brought to mhf this year and we ended up turning it into a slushy and it was phenomenal in that it's it's just like you know a really crushable you know drink that you don't really have to think about but there's there was nothing complex about it or whatever like right there's yeah there's there's a difference between um between yeah c- complexity and, and, and drinkability i guess i don't know <laughs> no, i'm with you 100 percent. i mean you can make some really good drinking you know booze with uh the mott's apple juice whatever um but no i i, I i'll be honest with you like it blew my mind the, the first few ciders that i made and i was kind of back sweetening with concentrated apple juice and then I forget who it was that told me the same thing. Like, why aren't you back sweetening with the cider that you use to make the juice? And I was like, I didn't even think of that. That's awesome. So much more complexity, flavor, depth. Um, and, and, you know, honestly, I, I was thinking about that same thing earlier. Uh, you don't have to use the whole gallon of cider as is. You can boil that gallon of cider and concentrate it. And you still have your same sugars in there. Yep. Um, you're just not adding back in uh, all the all the extra, you know, water and stuff like that. And if anything, maybe you're making the the flavor a little bit more uh, complex and interesting too, just because you're kind of boiling some of that off. As long as it's maybe not like like a varietal or something that has like a very distinct yeah. taste, you know. And I'm not again. That's that's a weakness that I have with ciders. I don't know. I don't know what some apples, you know, are supposed to taste like or something. Um, I don't think I think there's a big knowledge gap there uh, with probably 99% of the, the homebrewers in America. Yeah, no, I mean, going back, I might even have to do that is go back and watch our Blake's episode and, and shit and kind of brush up talking to him like it blew my mind. The again, kind of thinking about the palette of flavors that we use for malts, it's the same thing with apples, and I would imagine the same kind of thing for like back sweetening and. It's, it's just something I, I don't have the ability or the equipment access to brew right now, but I can, I'm pretty sure I can do cider. So, well, and, and, and back on the metal topic, um, I was having a talk with somebody earlier in the week about, uh, uh getting like a really high score. I think they ended up getting something like a, a 44 with one of their beers and didn't end up placing uh, which you know is is gut wrenching because forty four is absolutely insane, um, 
but there's there's also sort of a distinction between technically good and uh interesting mm-hmm. you know so uh part part of the the challenge with competitions and this goes with beer and i'm assuming with probably cider too is that uh you have to you have to make it technically good enough to make it to the mini best of show assuming it's a little bit of a bigger competition that you know has a mini best of show but then it has to stand out in some way um it can't just be the technically best uh cider or beer or whatever there because the the way that that these competitions generally work is that as judges judge these uh, beers or ciders or meads or whatever they get to pick and choose what they want to come back to a, uh, a mini boss a mini best of show and then the mini best of show is done hedonistically it's it's mm-hmm. what what is the best tasting more uh, interesting even. yeah totally yeah the, the nobody you don't know what the score is at that point in time yep. um i think i think that the proper way to do it is to do a mini boss with people that didn't judge the initial flights. Is that right? It should be, yeah. Guidelines yeah. are, and, and you should only do a mini boss when you have multi-flight um, a, a category. So if, if and, and we'll talk about this more as one of the lessons learned when we, we were working on the Michigan Beer Cup, and I've talked to some judges about this, but, um, you know, if you're just sitting down to judge a five-beer flight, two guys, or, you know, a set of judges should not need a mini boss. They should be able to judge those five beers and score them appropriately. But in categories like IPAs or in large format competitions, you know, like Glint Cap or Mazer Cup for uh, ciders and meads, um, where, you know, you may have 50 different traditional, what was your, sorry, sweet traditional? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, you know, they, there may have been a hundred different traditional sweet meads um, and so those are those are going to be judged over multiple categories. I'm sorry, multiple flights by multiple sets of judge pairs. Um, and so at that point, all of the outstanding ones from each judge pair should come together for a mini best of show done by a completely separate set of judges, um, just just so they don't have any bias. And then and then it's just what 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 then, tastes best. Yeah, these are the creme de la creme. So yeah, you yeah just and just... and getting to watch like judges do best of shows this year, a couple of different times. It's, it's amazing. You know, like watching them do the, the final best of show for Michigan beer cup, right? There were 20 different beers at that table. Um, 26, 20. It wasn't all of them. Okay. Okay. And then cider and Perry. Yeah. It might've been 20. Hi above 20. Hi, more than 20 for sure. Yeah. And I know we had like two or three categories that didn't have any. You're right. Yep. 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 Um, but just to have them sit there and kind of go through and, and, you know, and they're, they're quickly tasting and they're like, which ones are boring? You know, like, you know, that uh, my check was in one of them and it's like, yeah, that check dark lager, it's good, but it's just, eh, you know, don't yeah. know how it goes and it's yeah. off, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all that, you get. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you come to that best and that, well, I'm sorry, that was, that was a bad example. That was the best to show around that any boss, but, but still, you know, those judges are sitting there, they're tasting it blind. And they're really just looking, you know, for for that standout flavor, that standout character, um, and uh, and so you, you have that, you know, if you have a multi-flight event being judged, it's quite possible that you're going to have the best three beers, the the 
not be the highest scoring beers. I mean, you know, I'll, I know, you know, you talked about Matt and his 44. Um, but I mean, you go back to David Jones with his 46 uh, sour and he didn't even place with that. So, I mean, shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I think one of the, you know, pieces of advice that we put into our presentation too at one point in time is, is um, maybe try to find something whenever you're making your beer, if it's for a competition that just kind of makes it stand out a little bit, that tweaks it a little bit. Um, somebody, I think it might've been um, Marshall shot from philosophy who has a, I can't remember the style of beer. It might be like a blonde ale or something like that that he just throws like an ounce of like pale chocolate malt into or something. It's just enough to not really alter the color of, of the, you know, beer much. Um, but it just adds like a little bit of something that kind of makes you think like, it doesn't taste like chocolate at that point in time. It just, it just doesn't taste only like pale malt, you know? Yeah. And and that could be enough. Um, the first, first brewing book I ever read was extreme brewing you know and it talks about you know you know if, if one pound of fruit is good then three pounds of fruit is better and and that's the way i lived my life for a long time but it, it doesn't work all the time and you know especially when you start brewing for competition you really do you, you know you do have guidelines that you got to fit within but i still firmly believe in kind of pushing those guidelines you know mm -hmm. being you know if if you know, being at the top end of your, your hop range or your IBUs or, um, you know, your, your flavors or, uh, you know, like that, you know, putting in that something extra, that's not going to really take it too far off, off kilter. It's not going to throw you, you know, uh, they're not going to write down and say, this should have been experimental. You know what the fuck I, I do? You know, it was a black paleo or some shit, but, um, but make, some tweaks to make your recipe stand out. You know, I, I, One I think of, I, uh, I talked about I was going to say, like, like for my dry Irish, like uh, dry Irish stouts can have coffee characteristics. I throw a bunch of fucking coffee in my dry Irish stout. <laughs> I think that uh, when, when I took gold from you uh, in 2019, I think maybe in, yeah, in Irish wild. stout, um, that was that was drew's cafe con leche recipe that had uh like a coffee and vanilla in it too in an irish i've entered i've brewed that beer with and without coffee and entered it as an irish stout and i don't say shit about coffee no 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 yeah and and uh it's always done better with coffee like it's always scored better it's scored higher um, because I'm, I'm calling out that characteristic, you know, with, yeah. uh, with your comment about fruit though, my, uh, my, one of my favorite meads that I've made this year, um, is just a, a, a black currant dessert mead and mm -hmm. it is consistently among the lowest scoring, uh, of the meads that I've sent into competitions this year, which, uh, so I, I just stopped sending it because I, I got i got enough feedback it is so yeah it uh when when you say you know if one pound is is good three is better 
you know, I, I, this used 30 pounds of black currant in a, in a five gallon batch. And it is very sweet. I mean, this thing topped out, at, I think it's, uh, it finished at 1085. That, that's where it sits right now for sweetness. But the tartness is still so heavy mm-hmm. um, that it, that it's still not balanced. It would actually need to be more sweet than what I actually made it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the complaint is like, oh, you know, I can't drink a bunch of this in one sitting, but I bottle it in 187s. And, and so the point is to drink it, you know, maybe split it with two people and drink it three ounces at a time. So that's the way that I made it. And it's not to say it's not good, but it's, uh, it's a little offensive in terms of how tart it is because maybe it's not drinkable, you know, in the right. long run. And, there's a limit to the yeah. home but so i mean i love that it's gonna be I treated certain ways i'm actually pretty sure i still have a bottle or two of it because you give it to me I, I do love it and it's super delicious but it is it is very um bold i, I don't i don't think it's gotten above a 33 this year really? um they got a 30 in mazer you know which is still fine but it's not like you're not going anywhere with a 30 um and, and and all the score sheets are are there's there's no fermentation issues it's just that you can't taste the honey over all the tartness or something like that you know there's no there's no balance it's just like you're tasting sweet black currant yep. which i'm down for but maybe maybe you can just do that with like table sugar and water i don't know like do you need the water <laughs> at that point Doug? maybe or the honey yeah i don't know like <laughs> yeah But I do want to do some trades with people from uh, over on the east side this year. Um, we got to reach out to a few clubs and see if maybe we can organize something like that. Going back to a topic earlier in the show. No, I'd love to. Like I said, I'm Danny needs beer. Help a brother out. Um, and I just, I just wanted, you know, I want to drink those guys' beers. I mean. I love going to, to beer camp and, and getting a drink, you know, the KGB and the Motor City Masher and the Livingston. Uh, well, only Kevin brought it this year, but um, I want to. Yeah. So it'd be great to get some of that shit. Yeah, Motor City tore it up at State Fair this year. Um, for, it, was, it was Motor City on top, right? Right, you were the individual with heavy metal, and right. Motor City was the club, the heavy metal club this year. So, were we second or third? I don't know. I don't think that he said. I don't know. Matt, Matt says he doesn't never have any luck at the state fair. Did you did you enter the same stuff at state as you did at uh, uh, MHF, Matt? Um. It yeah it is it feels totally different for some reason I I'm totally with you like Jason you took how many medals at MHF and with the same stuff didn't medal at all at State Fair yeah three yeah no three or something I mean yeah. and yeah but to be honest with you like okay yeah, different the, stuff two years ago I took four medals at, at State Fair last year I took three medals at State Fair or whatever, minus the COVID year. Um, right. Uh, but no, this year, 
Um, yeah, I entered the same three beers. Well, you know, technically, I entered the same three beers in uh, both competitions, but only two of them medaled at Michigan Beer Cup. I had some co. I had a Cobra medal at Michigan Beer Cup. Matt saying, "Yeah, zero for four at State Fair and, and three and four at Beer Cup." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. I, I get it, man. I know. <laughs> um, so we're uh, as a club, I, or, I don't know, at least me as an individual, I'm, I'm going to try to be more active in like the local competition scene in 2023, um, whether it's judging or stewarding. Uh, so Matt, you should totally, um, even if you're not interested in judging, come steward some of these things so you can like see how they work and stuff. And I feel like, I feel like, understanding the inner workings of a competition sort of helps you get like a little bit of a competitive edge too, because you sort of know what like judges are looking for um, when, when they're, they're judging beers and you can, you can see, uh, you know, score sheets as they're uh, being written. You don't necessarily know who they're for or something like that, but you get to, you get to try leftover beer and and look at the score sheets and stuff like that too. Right. And, and, uh, and sort of getting get an idea of like what the the judges are seeing in beers that like maybe you don't and stuff. Um, plus, you get you know free lunch. You get to network and meet people. I was telling somebody the other day that like seventy percent of the people that I talk to like on a weekly basis now are uh, like homebrew people. You know, like it's probably actually far more than that. Aside from some of my old you know work friends. Uh, it's, it's a lot of people from my club and, and other clubs in Michigan. So like the, the networking is, is cool. I've, I've met some of the, the greatest people in the state, Oh hell yeah! Uh, in my opinion, just because of the hobby, you know, including you, Matt. So yeah, it's but just getting to go. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Call it shout out to Matt and, and trouble brewing. It's been great, uh, connecting with him, but, um, just, just getting to go there and, and, and hang out with people like Sandy Cochran and, and, you know, Gail Milburn and some of these other like grandmaster judges and just pick their brains on, on why, or, or walk up to them with your beer and, you know, ask them questions <laughs> like, and you get to do that. Of course you could do that at Homebrew Fest too, um, to some extent if they're there. Um, so yeah, I mean, definitely get part, you know, I, I will say now as a, as, 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 you know, part of a competition organization or organizer, yes, please come help us. We need your help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there com, competitions. Uh, so we, we would have been done and back home probably uh, six hours earlier this year from, from MHF, if we had enough judges and volunteers to do all the beer in one day but we had to split off some of the beer into the second part into the second day when we were doing uh yep. meat and cider um so i mean really just just a couple people makes a huge difference like honestly if we would have had six more people total it would have saved us six hours the next day probably maybe hey county <laughs> hi mom <laughs> But uh, speaking of other YouTube shows that uh, that that want to hang out with us for an episode, uh, uh, better on draft. Send us an email. 
Um, so they want to come out and, and hang out for an episode. So um, we'll probably end up getting them scheduled. I told them in an email probably sometime in October. Yeah, so that'll be cool. I uh, try to catch most of their shows, and they have had a few people on lately uh, where they've had more like homebrew-oriented shows. Like they had Lance Shanner on uh, from Omega Yeast. Uh, we had... Did we if we didn't you know make a show okay right we, we I, can, I couldn't remember if that was us or if that was a homebrew club meeting no both well lance was on somewhere around mid 20 episode 20s uh okay yeah it was a december show i think early december it was holiday time lance was on amazing guy super super smart that, so. that's when he was alluding to all these thialized yeasts coming out and you know now yeah. they're like they have like four or five you know <laughs> that's funny I think um, we had him on when he was like breaking the news of proper seltzer and uh, Lutra and stuff. Lutra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, we're, we're going to have them on. So it, it'll be kind of fun to have people that probably have more knowledge about breweries in the industry than we do, but um, we probably have more knowledge on like the homebrew side of things and than they do. And so maybe we can, have some uh some cool discussions there we we sort of honestly need more networking or more more contacts in the brewery uh scene because as we start to organize more competitions and stuff like that in michigan we sort of need more uh maybe space or sponsors or yeah, more you know, all that stuff so uh the, the more people we know the better uh, so that'd be that'd be cool absolutely and no, I, I want to hook up. Me and you and Jordan need to get together and and um, we'll, 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 we'll hash out some shows between now and the end of the year, um, just like we did last year. So uh, I know we, we've got them and um, we've got some, some homebrew-related episodes coming up. We'll do probably do a cider show. Um, we're supposed to circle back with KVCC and the brewing program. Mm -hmm. Um, we talked to Eric Ott recently about that. So hopefully he can come on with us. Um, yep. Eric Ott took a gold in uh, NHC this year and he's from Kalamazoo and uh, has recently, I think joined our club. He was at our last meeting at least. Um, he's brewing beer at a local brewery in Kalamazoo, Michigan here. So, uh, all around good dude. Yeah. And part of the KVCC program. Yep. But yeah, no, I look forward to it. I'm glad to be back. And uh, can't wait to, uh, man, get some, get some more homebrew going. <laughs> Home cider. Well, hopefully we'll uh, have something set up for next week. Uh, I know Jordan wasn't able to make it tonight. Um, we just heard from him. So things, things kind of got crazy for him tonight, but it's all right. Well, I look forward to getting all three of us back on the show soon, hopefully. Soon. And uh and and having more guest shows and stuff like that because we've we've had a lot of people ask us you know who we're having for guests and stuff like that the rest of the year and you know not that people don't love hearing our beautiful voices but i i do enjoy talking to people uh that you know never met before and are smarter and more knowledgeable and fun than me so it's almost like that now with us man it feels like yeah <laughs> thanks for having me on the show brian yeah yeah absolutely i appreciate you being here it's it's good it's good seeing you yeah <laughs> but i thank everybody else that's listening right now um 
guess we're wrapping up, but we will uh, be back. I don't know. I'm, I'm if, if, even if I have to do a solo show next week, I'm going to be here next week. So we'll. No, I'm down for next week. Uh, okay. <laughs> my schedule goes. I am good between now and uh, middle of October. Cool. The 17th, I will be in California. But yeah, no, we'll, we'll get together this week and we'll figure out. Uh, but yeah, no, I guarantee we'll be back next week for a show. Cool. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Have a good so Monday. Have a good week. Uh, next week. Yeah. yeah. We'll uh, see right you in seven days. Uh, if you if you are listening to this as a podcast, uh, go 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 like and review it on your on your podcast app platform or whatever. I don't I don't know how many people actually listen to us. We we get like we've actually been getting like twenty downloads a week. Uh, so whoever you are, thank you for listening to us as a podcast. Please come <laughs> join our live show. Uh, we're really fun, I promise. Uh, on YouTube, smash that like yeah. button. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, all right, we'll catch you guys in a week. Cheers. Cheers.